Welcome to the Metron Manager Podcast. Thank you for joining us as we work to recover the dignity and mission of vocation. Learn more at metronmanager.com. Welcome to the Metron Manager Podcast. I'm your host, Jonathan Nowlin. Well, 2022 is upon us officially. As we welcome 2022, we have a pretty wild work world emerging. I just saw that there have been almost 5 million people quit their jobs here in the USA in 2021. And yet we've also seen almost 5 million new companies started at the same time. So the pandemic entrepreneur is a real thing, or you actually may be relaunching a company starting over after even getting wiped out by the COVID crisis. You may be one of them. As everyone seems to be trying to find a new way forward, I'd like to share some thoughts to help you on this journey. Okay, so one of the dynamics that has become evident as we muddle through the later part of this global pandemic is that our cultures have largely failed the stress test. Under pressure, everything we've relied on has been pretty well shaken and pretty unstable. Reliability is a rare commodity these days. And in this global crack up, a lot of people have decided to find a new way forward. It may look like mass exodus from social norms, what some are calling the great resignation with millions of people moving on from their jobs And also for the world of organized church, many empty seats and unfamiliar faces. So in this new reality, we're seeing a lot of people look to start their own businesses. A lot of new things are coming online. Uh, People are becoming entrepreneurs, innovators, rebuilders, restarting things. This has become a huge aspect of what a lot of people are calling the new way forward. It's a pretty big shock to the system economically, but it's also a great opportunity for Christians to shape the culture of the workplaces that they are involved with. I really want to champion and affirm you if you're wanting to start something new or rebuild something old. God is the ultimate creator and your ideas are originally sourced in the spirit of God. If Christ is in you, you're connected with your father God. He loves that you want to be a builder or a rebuilder. Our Father God is the builder of all things, and we carry his spiritual DNA. You know, a father is ultimately blessed when their child wants to grow up to be like them. So good for you that you're going after it. As we launch into 2022, let's remember that we have permission and a commission to work, and your work really matters to God. It matters to creation and to people around us. Everyone who touches your metron, your workplace, your sphere of influence will either experience a taste of heaven or more poison from the world's corruption. Your work is a tangible threat to the forces of darkness that want to destroy this world. We have a chance to say, not on my watch, not anymore. So what is the key to success moving forward here? I would suggest you have an opportunity to start over, to create 
or recreate a new work culture in your enterprise, a chance to start with kingdom culture. If you don't know what this is, I would encourage you to search it out. When Jesus directed us to pray for his will to be done on earth as it is in heaven, that actually has implications, especially in how we govern his creation. We don't have time here to unpack this topic, but there are tons of resources available out there in the body of Christ. I would encourage you to dig it up, research it, and learn, and then apply it in every aspect of your Metron. So like you, most people who left their current jobs did so for valid reasons. I would suggest that most of those reasons have to do with workplace culture. Under the weight of the stress test that we've all experienced, many corporate cultures collapsed. Companies, churches, organizations, and sadly even families. This collapse pushed people out in all directions. And now we're all trying to figure out how do we find a new, a new way forward? What does that look like? It might seem like we're searching for a new way forward, but I really believe we are all hardwired to desire the presence of God in our lives. The new way forward is actually an old way up. So respond to that pull. Respond to that pull, but recognize that the only destination that will restore your soul is the throne of heaven. The Bible says we are seated in heavenly places with Christ Jesus. If you're a believer, you're seated with the Lord. The only way life has purpose and fulfillment is if we learn to live into our metrons, into our spheres of influence, into our calling, into our vocation, from our secure seating in heavenly places. If you get a hold of this spiritual reality, you can succeed in any circumstance. So in this season of recreation in the workplace, our challenge is to build it right from the beginning. Our aim should be to build a culture that thrives and gets stronger under duress. If we don't establish a new workplace culture based on the ways of the king, what you're building will similarly not survive the next stress test. There's always another battle that will test the claims of God in your life. You will be tested. What you build will be tested. God is all about building to last. He wants what you build to last and produce fruit on all levels. So the key to building it right is to crisis-proof your culture. Hebrews 12, 28 says, Therefore, since we receive a kingdom which cannot be shaken, let's show gratitude by which we may offer to God an acceptable service with reverence and awe. If your culture is built on the ways of this kingdom, of his kingdom, it will also be unshakable. You will be unshakable. It's definitely easier to start it right rather than to try to reform it later. So how do you crisis-proof your new corporate culture? This starts by crisis-proofing the condition of your heart. Remember, the world around you looks like the world inside you. You're designed to reflect from your inner condition, your inner man, into the outer world of creation. You're designed to influence and shape everything around you, everything that you encounter in your Metron. Your spiritual health will eventually determine the culture of your company, of your organization, of your family, of your church, you name it. It will be a reflection of you. Culture flows down from the top. This is an important concept. 
leaders decide what downline they will establish. Where are they coming from? Where's their source? Is your downline going to be submitted to the kingdom of heaven or the kingdom of this world? Where does it originate? Where's your source? Where do you connect to? What or who is at the top of your org chart spiritually? That's an important question. When you look up, who are you looking at? Or do you even look up? Are you submitted or not? Are you under spiritual authority in the kingdom of God? Or have you gone out on your own? We are all operating in delegated authority, just as Jesus was when he was on earth. Now he is the lead, and we are the body of Christ, working as his functionaries here in creation. The way that you crisis-proof your heart is to be fully content and fully stable in your relationship with God. This is the key. Fully content and fully stable in your day-to-day relationship with God. You know, I've worked in some terrible jobs and under the worst bosses, and yet I have found the key to contentment. I was able to live unfazed in these environments. My own approach was to consider my day to be positive, full, and rewarding once I had completed some amount of alone time with God. After he and I had connected in the morning, for me it was in the morning, after that connection time, the rest of the day was stable. It didn't matter what went up or what went down. Usually, I did this this discipline, you could call it, very early in the morning, listening to the Lord, spending time ministering to his heart and learning from his word and his voice. I made this my regular practice since I was a teenager, and I'm still doing it even to this day. Living like this has enabled me to live in joy and peace amid the most intense environments. And I've worked in some rough ones, many of them in foreign countries. The opposite of this way of living would be that you are tossed around by every wave of the sea, as the Bible says. In the second part of James 1 verse 6, it goes on to say, For the one who doubts is like the surf of the sea, driven and tossed by the wind. That can be us, driven and tossed by the wind. Think about how you feel after you spend some time on social media. Verse 8 at the end of that same chapter ends with saying that a person like this who's tossed and driven by the wind and by the sea, they become unstable in all their ways or in all his ways. That's where we often end up is unstable and we wonder why. The unstable have become subject to their circumstances or controlled, you could say, by external factors. A good self-evaluation is to recognize if you are moved, when you encounter something, are you moved by something other than the heart of God? Does something come at you and you move either up and down, sideways, whatever it is, some external force, or are you moved only by the heart of God in your connection and your relationship with God, whether up or down? or sideways, or directionally, whatever it is. I would suggest that the crisis-proof person is stable. Sometimes this can be described, or you'll hear it in contemporary culture in America, expressed as nonplussed, meaning you're not bothered, surprised, or impressed by something. Imagine the freedom you would experience if you could live nonplussed. You wouldn't be moved significantly up or down on an emotional meter. No social media post would shake your Metron. 
Once you are free from external control, you're free to be internally controlled. That's true liberty that we find in Christ. You can be self-controlled, controlled by the Spirit of God who lives in you. Stable is not unresponsive. I want to be clear about that. It is responding to the right influence, to the right pressure, being moved by the right source. Stable is responding to the right who, the who who is given the right to influence in your life. Not what, but who. This freedom is the major reward of living subject to the Lord, submitted and protected by our King, then you're not tossed by the surf or the wind or social media. You become stable. You may have heard the term lordship of Christ. That's a common expression in Christian circles. I don't think we all really know what that means. But in essence, it's submitting to Christ in every way in your life, submitting to Christ as Lord or King or your superior authority. And that places you in the right downline when you submit. You become stable because you serve the stable king. When you are submitted to his authority, you're not plussed unless he is plussed. This is how you become a crisis-proof individual. You then reproduce what you are into your metron, and that becomes crisis-proof as well. In this way, you create and manage the culture that informs everything for which you're responsible. We all want stability. We all want stability in our life, in our families, in our work world, in our church. And the only true source of stability is the unshakable kingdom. Let me further illustrate this point from natural science. I came across this publication called Design Engineering. It had a report and it said, a new rubbery material gets stronger the more stressed it becomes. That caught my attention. They went on to write, Iowa State University engineers have developed a new smart and responsive material that acts just like a worked out muscle. The team says their new rubbery material gets stronger the more stressed it becomes. Twisting and bending makes it up to 300% stronger. That's pretty cool. I would suggest that the challenge of this new way forward, this new season we're in, is to create a culture like that material, a culture that becomes stronger under pressure rather than scatters or fragments or cracks up like we've seen around us currently. We don't want anything to fragment due to outside forces. We want to become stronger if those outside forces come against us. The only way you can do that is in the Lord, submitted to the Lord, to the stable king. So what can you practically do to make this a reality in your life and even in your workplace? I would suggest the key is not going it alone. Even if you're doing it alone. Here, let me repeat that. The key is not going it alone, even if you're doing it alone. The real trap, I think, that many will face in this new work world is isolation. Humans are designed for community and connection, expressed in personal and soul-healing relationship. You know, we're intended to have this type of relationship with God, but also in our relationship with others. This is Christian community, and this can be our work community system as well. The real trap that many face in this new work world will be isolation. 
With this concern in mind, I want to share a resource with you. You know, I created a, a guided study and a curriculum to parallel my book called Managing Your Metron. This study is called Discover the Original Design of Vocation. It allows for a small group of believers to work through the content of my book in a community context. And I want to encourage you to connect with others who are looking for a new way forward. You can use this curriculum that I've created and go through my book together or find another source of material, find another way to gather and connect around something that will bring you together in those life-giving relationships to avoid that trap of isolation. I would encourage you to go through my book and my curriculum together with a group and work these concepts in the context of each other's lives and metrons. We all have a lot of questions and we all need each other. We need the heart and the mind of God, what he's put into the body of Christ at large to come and speak through others into our lives. We can't do this alone. And as helpful as I believe my book and curriculum to be, I think it's best to figure things out in a community. You can do things alone, but I would suggest community at this point, however you need to find it, whatever space you need to make in your life to make that happen. And I describe this kind of collective small group approach or experience as a Metron Council. I actually have an activity at the end of my curriculum based around this concept. It's very similar to what those in the professional world might know as a mastermind group. We need each other in this new season. And if we're going to find our way forward and establish kingdom culture in our lives and in our metrons, we need to get serious about discovering the biblical framework that holds it all together. That framework is at the heart of my book. The curriculum experience will enable you to build it right from the beginning, whatever you're setting your hand to do. So build your culture, build your ideas, build your company, rebuild your family if you have to, but don't go it alone. Pull a few people together and establish a Metron Council. Do it in community. Succeed in community. If you need more resources or you have questions about how this could work in your context or even your company, feel free to contact me through my website at metronmanager.com because I believe this year can be a great opportunity for you to find your new way forward. Thank you for listening to the Metron Manager Podcast, presented by Jonathan Nowlin and the Metron Manager Project. Remember, God has given you permission and a commission to work. Learn more at metronmanager.com.